I got a question for you, McCall. Okay. As someone who's worked in a more diverse amount of jobs, AJ and McCall on VFX, how important would you say it is to kind of have for employees to kind of have like their own area, like like a lounge or their own space? Oh, um, I don't know. I'm sure it, it's helpful for like some people. Like, thankfully, the places that I've worked, I have been able to have the ability to like go home. For the most part, except for here, because, you know, I live a little ways away, but like for like lunches and stuff like that, you know, if you have a break, like I had time to be able to go home because I lived like three minutes away. Okay, fair. AJ McCall VFX. So I, I don't know. I feel like it's probably pretty important. Okay. Let me rephrase. Okay. Remember how we've said that we want to bring a couch in here and, and we've talked about having TVs in here for news of before course. everybody jumps the gun. Hello. But, the, you know, it sets up a little space to kind of uh, you know, decompress a little bit, I think. At work? Yeah. Meh, no. <laughs> wow, not at all. All right. I well. mean, I think I think it would be like a, it's, it's a good idea. No, it's okay. I, I heard your negativity. You're not feeling it. I, I just feel like that's not a place that I could, f- I would feel comfortable decompressing. That because, says a lot about you, McCall. Because I don't feel like decompressing at work is, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, why? Okay, McCall wants to run at high stress all the time. All the time. Well, not exactly the results I was looking for, but an idea I'm in love with. In New York, three MTA employees at Grand Central Station under track 114 set up their own little secret man cave. They had a futon, a little mini fridge, microwave, an area that was all their own. The problem was it was an unsanctioned break room, and they used to drink alcohol as well. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. (laughs) Not ideal. No. And so they got super busted. But they used to hang out and get drunk and party at this space before finally it was discovered. And uh, I got to tell you, again, I'm not trying to necessarily uh, get crunk at work, but uh, the idea of somewhere if you're like, you know what, I'm gonna be, I got to be here later this afternoon. I don't necessarily want to go home. Futon, nap time. Yeah, all right, I'm in. Set alarm on my phone. I'm good to go. A little microwave TV action, microwave some chicken nugs or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely in. I like some chicken nuggets. No, you said you don't like it. This is going to be for like... me and producer butters, apparently. That's fine. That's fine. I plan on, like, not being here as much as I can. Ready here first, folks. Sorry, guys. Just run, run and leave producer and butters and I behind. Hey. I heard it. You heard it here first. Whatever. It's fine. Okay, well, that was apparently a terrible idea. Luckily, I got another one to follow it up. Uh, you know, sometimes maybe in your own life, you can look back at something and go, and probably usually when you're sleeping, it feels like when you're like, remember when you did this? Idiot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, luckily, not for me, but occasionally you can look back at history, look at something and be like, really? That was super dumb. And frankly, with the, what's been going on out here west with the weather, kind of feels like it was an indication of how things were going to go. You will not believe what book was banned a long time ago and kind of fits right in with predicting the future a little bit. Sometimes you can look back at a moment and go, really? Yeah. Really? AJ McCall on VFX. Like, how important was Dr. Seuss to all of us growing up? Pretty important. At some point, everybody stumbled across one, right? Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. Of course. I would. I hope so. If yeah. not, I, I'm, I, I feel bad for you. I really do. But I, Twitter was had this trending the other day, and 
first, I think the obvious question is, McCall, what have we dealt with a lot out west here that we normally deal with? It just seems like it's been ramped up out here. Mm, wildfires. Yes. Fires, right? Well, did you know that apparently back in 1989, a California school, because it was believed to portray logging in a poor light, banned the Lorax? Yes, actually. I did know that. That is so ridiculous. Like, yes, yes. He speaks for the trees. And trees are a good thing. I think that's been proven. But really, you're like, all right, all right. Okay, we don't need this political Dr. Seuss crap up in here to just be like, all right, no, no, cut down the trees. Really? Really? Yeah. And I feel like you look back now and be like, well, now everything's on fire. So maybe, just maybe that wasn't the best idea. <laughs> Frankly, it just uh, sounds like they were this guy from the movie. I say let it die. Let it die. Let it die. Let it shrivel up and... Come on, who's with me, huh? I love that movie. It was so good. How can he not? I went and watched it on my 18th birthday. Is it really that? Wow. Yes. It's a good movie. I love the... It's on TikTok now, but I love the song anyway, even though it's the villain song, is How Bad Can I Really Be? It's such a good song. Yeah. But yeah, so... uh, I don't know. I just think it's a bit ridiculous. You're like, yep, Dr. Seuss was banned. That, yeah. That's that's what we needed to do. Yeah. I know. A little, maybe a little bit petty, but that's where we, the mindset's been there a little bit. You know, discussion started yesterday about TP in the household and how, which way does it go? Ashley and I is putting it close, but not exactly there. And then, then the people were like, you know what? I, I need to vent a little bit as well, AJ and McCall. And then things got a little bonkers. Yeah. All of a sudden, property destruction happened. Yeah, it was crazy. AJ McCall on VFX. Let's extend the caveat for the pandemic and realize uh, we're all maybe we're all a little bit more testy than normal, right? What? Just a little bit. Okay. Keep that in mind as we go through the petty arguments for the debated date, the crumble debated date on VFX. Mine started with where the TP is. Put it on the roll. Don't just set it on the counter. Right. We heard from May who said the argument is obviously which way it goes, which McCall would validate Over every day of the week. Yes. See? I don't argue with Dustin about that, though. Just argue with people well, around the I'm station. I'm glad that that's the case. One less argument in your life. Try these on for size. So it, Joe, what is your uh, petty argument with your significant other? My wife has this freckle mole on her cheek. And it grows a black hair every once in a while. And every time I see that black hair, I want to pull it out. But she freaks out. So we always argue whether I get to pull it or she has to go cut it. <laughs> what? Why are you sighing? I was laughing because I was just picturing. So, fellas, what are the girls? Most of them, I feel like, love to do pop pimples. Am I against it? No. But the big thing is Ashley doesn't tell me she's doing it. So, like, we're in the shower or whatever. And all of a sudden, I just have this big old crab pinch in the back of my bag. I'm like, oh my, just tell me you're doing it. <laughs> Jeez. She's like, sorry. I'm like, it's fine. Just let me know before you're like, all right, time to dig out half your skin. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that phone call. Cause honestly, like all you're doing is feeding into like her insecurity because seriously pointing out things like, Hey, you got a big black hair coming out of that mole. Like that's stupid. You shouldn't do that. Okay. Fair. Just, All right, that's fine. You go that way. I'll talk about it. <laughs> uh, called Julia says uh, her petty argument is over the remote, but we're not going to believe her story. Okay. Okay, Julia, hit us. Try us on for size. He had this bad habit of falling asleep with the remote control, and it was always on the History Channel. 
Well, that was okay, but after a while, he'd fall asleep, and it was stuff that I had already seen over and over again. And one night, I just got tired of it, and so I went over and snuck the remote from him, and I was watching something, and he started waking up, so... And he said, give me my bleeper. And I said, no, you were sleeping. And he got a little snippy. So I put it on MTV, which is something I never do. And next thing I knew, he got up and he went in the other room and he came back out. And all of a sudden, there was this big bang and I screamed. And I looked at my husband and he had a shotgun in his hand. And I looked at the TV and the TV was blown away. And... I looked at my husband, and he looked at me, and we just started laughing. Yeah, he shot the TV. Ha ha, there's nothing more hilarious than that. What? Y'all need counseling. I don't know what to tell you, but, like, that's not... Okay, I understand having a trigger temper, but not a legit trigger temper, okay? That, not okay. Not good. I thought we were doing the crumble debate at eight, not uh, Florida not. Yo, My bad. Yo, <laughs> yo, I'm over here thinking, okay, so... Yeah, Dustin and I, we'll, we'll have conversations about, like, watching TV shows. Dustin will watch TV shows without me. What do I do? I Shoot go the TV, on- obviously. No, absolutely not. I go on my phone, and I look through Instagram or YouTube or TikTok or, I don't know, something else. Like, oh, my gosh. So just to clarify, I, you don't shoot the TV. Whoa, doggy! No. Well, you let him know that option's on the table no. now. Apparently, no. according to no. Julia, absolutely not. That option is not on the table. Julia, I'm sorry your TV got blown away. I really think y'all need counseling. It's still, still the best kind of advice I like. That's all I can come up with. I think producer Butter said it best in the after show. Are you sure the laughing wasn't like ha 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 ha? Because that's bad, my dude. Get it started with a disagreement among couples about toilet paper, ended up with a television getting shot. Yeah. yeah. Again, y'all need y'all need counseling. Find some creative outlets Maybe. To, to let go of your frustration. Yeah. And again, the story where the couple got in a disagreement about the remote and the TV got blowed up is not a Florida Not story. No. Because Florida Not is coming up. We're going to get three headlines, and we're going to laugh like, oh, my gosh, how could they think they're so dumb? Ha, ha, ha. That's hilarious. It's Julia, but that, one, that one's not one of them. That was during the debate of eight. Yeah. I don't know if it's the holiday season necessarily, but it seems like recently Florida Knot has developed, like, these themes. Yeah. AJ and McCall at VFX. So what's in the headlines today? Like, give me a little taste uh, here. I just want to know if there's a theme today. I'm feeling, I'm feeling festive. I'm going with our theme is... Commercial. Mm, I don't like that. So, what do we, we got? What uh, are we talking? Well, well, what makes so, it commercial? So, headline number one is a lady that got busted for trying to sell a stolen ring back to the jewelry store she stole it from. <sighs> so, you never go back to the scene of crime. No, idiot. Criminal right? 101. Dom, Dom, Dom. Then we got headline number two, which involves a library employee who got busted for stealing $1.3 million of printer toner. Over gonna, 12 years. What are you going to do with $1.3 million of printer charge? Like, don't get me wrong. Man, it was obnoxious out, back in the day when you were like yo, printing out your papers. Like, we don't have cyan. We can't print your black and white paper. But seriously. Yo, you're going to print out so many wanted posters. And then uh, 
Headline number three, some guy pooped in an empty box in a store and then put it back on the shelf so the cops are trying to find him. That dude is the worst of all of them. Everyone we talk, that guy is awful. What a terrible human being. So that that's the only thing I could come up with is more of a like a commercialized Florida or not. You know, uh, let's see. That's how things go, right? You got something along, and all of a sudden somebody comes in, and they got to start making it commercialized. And Whatever. Oh, that, that's what. That's what I got. So you're welcome. As disappointing a theme it is. Oh, the point I'm sorry. Is we got to catch a flood. I did. It's your fault. Fine. It's the sto- Leave it to McCall to find a way to take an insult out of literally nothing. <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX. Why is in the last few years people have decided to torture like stores? I don't like there was the ice cream liquor and the people doing all this stuff. And now the we milk got- jug smashers. Yeah, now we got I don't get it. This guy pooping in a box. I just, I don't know. What? I don't know, my friend. Now, speaking of this uh, box pooper, I'm going to give you a little second here, Brittany, because I, I have a hard time believing you've thought, where can I stash some poop? But that being said, where would be the worst place to find it? I think if you're looking for some toilet paper. Oh. Somewhere in the toilet paper section. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Very oh, you're going to smear on your hand? Oh. Ew, that's disgusting. Oh. Why would you say that? All right, Brittany, you win. All right, so you won the that's first game. That's a very game. smart idea. Let's win the, the important one. Let's catch the criminal from Florida on VFX. Perfect. All right. Awesome. So we got story number one, which involves a lady that got busted last week because she may or may not have stolen a ring from a jewelry store and then tried to return to sell the ring to the exact same jewelry store. Same lady, same jewelry store. Like, I I, I don't know. Like, what, what, you don't go back to see a crime too. I'm yeah. pretty sure they keep track of their inventory. Like they're like that just because it's gone. They're like, yeah, don't don't anybody remember it or nothing. Yeah, really? she she yeah, claimed. That makes no sense. Yeah, she claimed to have found this using a metal detector, and uh, they said, yeah, it doesn't look like there's any damage on it where you would have it's found in it. Pristine condition. With a yeah, yeah. it's uh, very very pristine. So anyway, there's story one. Then we got story number two, which involves an employee that got busted for stealing more than 1.3 million dollars worth of printer toner over the course of the last 12 years. So like what like was he like mm-hmm. would do you have like a back channel like a staples or something and he was like I don't know, bringing them in whole price and he was like cutting a deal with them or something? Oh diggity. He also used the uh library's credit card to buy himself eighteen thousand dollars worth of electronics, including video games, a drone, and a Roomba. I'm not oh. as against those purchases. You shouldn't hey? do it illegally. I just illegal. like what are you doing <laughs> that you stole I don't know. Over a million dollars worth of printer. Like, what did what did he do with them? He says I'm he was so taking he, he, was, he was taking them home and selling them online, so he would make more uh, money that way. See? Apparently, that's a scam. I did not ponder that scam. Yeah, right. I don't know why you didn't. <laughs> My uh, bad. The the library really only needed about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of toner in the course of the twelve years. So I don't know how it took him that long to figure out one point five million dollars. Yeah, that's a little We're a little printing, over the top. Printing out a storm of stuff. Wow! And then we got story three, which involves a guy that pooped in an empty box at a store and this then put it back awful. up on the shelf. Like what I, a terrible person. I guess the suspect also stole some items from the store. But that doesn't even matter. That's irrelevant. We're focusing on the poop. What box did he put it in? I need to they know. They don't know. That's that. I, that I mean, they, these they, questions they, be answered. So they do. They they figured out which box it was on the back shelf, but they don't know the suspect. So they have a video of it. That wow. Got what? into a yeah. light colored Ford Escape. So if you know a light color Ford Escape driver, mm. possible box pooper, <laughs> I guess you can that, let these wow. people know. Well, I don't care that he stole stuff. That is just he's a terrible person. He's so there you go. Absolutely oh. a terrible person. Three crazy stories. That being yeah. said, Brittany. Uh, we got to figure out which one's from Florida. What are you thinking? 
I'm going to go with the, the printer ink. Okay. I mean, that that's a creative way to embezzle. Honestly, I mean, I want to say three, but then McCall's like, if you know someone, makes me feel like that was a hint. Maybe it was closer to out here than it is Florida. So that's good because I really wanted to pick it. Two or one. Yeah, I mean, I have so many questions about how, what you do with just that many like printer cartridges. But, uh, you know, I, I got to be honest. I think I'm leaning a little bit number one just from the fact like she stole it, didn't scuff it up or anything, and then she brought it right back to the same place she stole it. She's like, oh, I found this. What do you give me for it? Yeah. It's hard, hard decision. Uh, it's, it's getting tougher and tougher. Like pandemic is just making it crazier and crazier. But You're welcome. What, final, <laughs> final gut decision. What do you want? One, two, or three? Um, my gut decision. I'm still gonna stick with the number two. Okay. I see, McCall, you got to watch out. We got to tell producer buddies, you got to watch out for those uh, ink printer cartridges on eBay. Be like, hey, those might be stolen, man. <laughs> Is it story number two? It's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang it. That one happened in uh, Austin. Texas. Stay weird. Uh, right. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. Dang it, Brittany. Well, good news okay. is that you can play uh, every day at 650 on VFX. Okay, thanks. It's been a long time since I had got out of the first guest. I don't feel good about this. I know. I'm sorry. I know we can't really trust your opinion oh, because okay. you know, you're not on our team for Florida not. Right. AJ McCloud VFX. But how many people do you think are shouting after we did that first guest and saying, AJ, come on, man. Don't overthink it. It's the box pooper. Four. Four people? Yeah. Okay, well, that being said, the opinion that matters is Angie. And Angie, tell me right now. We're down to the two remaining stories. Are you going with the box pooper? No. Okay. That's gross. It's so gross. It's disgusting. Let's get a quick recap. And then we will decide for sure, please, McCall. Okie dokie. So we got story number one, which involves a lady that got busted last week after trying to sell a ring to a jewelry store that she had stolen from that same jewelry store just like a month earlier. Now she rolled up and was like, yeah, I found it with a metal detector. It's amazing. And they were like... Really? Because it's like not scuffed up. And that, also, you're the same person that came in here and stole this a month ago. So. Does that like make it cursed? Because like you can't bring back an engagement ring that didn't work out. But does, if it's stolen in return, is it still cursed or no? I don't know, man. It's just funny. To me, yeah. it's just funny. Yeah. Just I, funny. I, I don't know. Like it's Discounted, it, it should be. I don't understand why this lady didn't just like go to a pawn shop, okay? So there's story one. Can't argue the mind of a criminal. McCoy. And then we got story number three, which involves a guy that pooped in an empty box at a store. <sighs> And then put it back on the shelf. He's a terrible person. And, and the cops like, are trying why? to track him down. What, like, What did he get accomplished? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's on his weird before I die bucket a list. terrible person like, needs to be hit with a sack of bricks. <laughs> so there you go. Two remaining crazy stories, Angie. All right, Angie. You said you didn't want to pick the poop story. Is Are you staying, are you staying firm on the no pooping here? Yeah. Okay. I'm picking number one. All right. I'm, I'm leaning with you. McCall, is it story number one? It is. Congratulations, Angie. Very, yes. very proud. Thank you. You're welcome. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay. Perfect. Thanks. You're welcome. You know what I got to ask? What? I don't want to start like a huge <gasps> panic or anything, but where? Please tell me where. Michigan. Midwest, really? We got to have that one? Uh-huh. Like normally I'm like, all right, whatever. Usually some of them track. But... Guys. Yeah, Guys. Michigan. Guys. Go. Michigan. Really? Yep. That's just. Sorry, man. What? Can you imagine? I'm glad they found it. But can you imagine? No. You're shopping. 
Say, McCall, you're running out, and Dustin needs you to grab some, like, brake pads or something. I think, I think it's in a box. Very, very specific, yes. And you grab a box of brake pads, and it's just so very hot. This warm. is very light. Yeah, this is a very like, light box. I'd I give you credit enough, because you know more about cars than I do. You'd be like, nah, something that add up here. Oh, boy. Then all of a sudden, overwhelming nope. stench uh-uh. hits you. Oh, AJ, my gosh. Nope, we're not going there. Okay, answer me this, then. Nope. Would you shop at that store again? No. I don't think I would. I'd be done. I'm like, nope. Done. Sorry, store. You didn't do anything. I'm out. Yep. No more. Yep. <sighs> Luckily, Angie resisted the call and picked the right story and won Florida not on VFX. Maybe Florida's perpetually cursed. Maybe that's really what it is, and they're just never going to get away from criminals because they're just under some kind of curse. Probably. That being said, McCall was telling me a little bit about the story of a friend of hers, and I think it absolutely is a curse, though unfortunately it's not to just a state or a store. But to a wedding. Yeah. And that's just no bueno. Stream us online, utahsvfx.com. You can also find the podcast there. Share with your friends, Florida or not. See if you can figure it out before we get there. Yeah. Of course, always call in. We got prizes. Oh, yeah. Angie wins today. You could win tomorrow. That's right. Utahsvfx.com. Look, we talk about weddings a lot because McCall and I get asked a lot, and AJ McCall and VFX, about our future weddings. Been to a couple. Yeah. Handful. One but underlying lesson, unless they're being a bridezilla, matter of perspective, but they're being ridiculous. You're supposed to do whatever you can for the bride and groom. That being said, McCall was telling me a little bit about a uh, friend of hers that had a situation come up, and I got to tell you, I'm getting more into the spiritual stuff. The longer I date Ashley and I have a work wife named McCall Taylor, uh, yes. kind of sounds bad. Uh, yeah, it wasn't really like the greatest of situations. Uh, they're calling it a curse, if you will. Uh, wedding yourself. wedding curse. So my friend got married 16 years ago or 17 years ago, something along those lines. And according to the message, it goes a little something along the lines of this. We were supposed to be playing our first dance song as the cover of To Make You Feel My Love by uh, Garth Brooks. One of my favorite covers of all time. Great artist. Absolutely phenomenal cover. The, the DJ messed it up and played the Thunder Rolls by Garth Brooks instead, which is not the same song, not the same meaning quick, either. Quick caveat for those producer butters out there like, oh, country music. Song's about cheating. Just it so, is. Just so it's you know. About, it's about catching somebody cheating. Yeah. Um, it's a great song, by the, the way, Thunder also. Roll. It's so good. Great oh, song. Fantastic. Anyway, they said it, it was supposed to be, you know, all of this sappy crap because, you know, romantic and whatever. It's a wedding. 16 years later, she got the kids, the house, the car. He had to move to get a job to pay her more than 50% of what he makes. The next court hearing after four years of being reduced to homelessness, basically, is coming up in November. Said it was a curse, one that lasted for 16 years. I have the most gorgeous loving kids who live in a freaking castle with their new banker stepdad. Oh, oh, and their mom's wedding. Is next week on my birthday. That's cold. They that live in cold. Texas. He had to move again. So he lives states away. And he said, is this obviously it's all because of Garth Brooks. Now, I wouldn't necessarily put it all on Garth Brooks. However, I don't think it was a good sign. I think it probably was a sign of like, you know what? Maybe this isn't the greatest. You know, I'm not superstitious. Maybe a little bit stitious, but I tell you, I hear that story and I'm like, 
that's bad omen. Curse the wedding. Yeah, it is. I, I'm on board with the oh, curse yeah. thought process here oh, because yeah. that, you're playing a wedding, dancing, and thunder rules. Yeah. Oh, and Oof. the best part. The Oof. best part is it wasn't even it wasn't even just the song. It was the the live version with the crowd and everything. Oh, so I mean, it's it's quite evident. Song doomed the marriage. Uh, yeah, probably so. Song doomed or, the marriage. Or maybe the song was a sign of what was to come. I don't know. Luckily, McCall. Yeah. You're going to help people figure this out. Okay. Ask people to send us their wedding songs. You can keep doing it too. Utah's VFX, all social media. McCall's going to determine whether it's a good, good or bad omen for your wedding. And McCall's going to try and help, help you avoid that situation because nobody wants to be in that. That was bad. Broke, kids moved away, wedding, your ex's wedding's happened on your birthday, which that's just, that's petty. That is petty. After 16 years, I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. We're going to enlist the help of McCall to make sure you avoid that. That's coming up a little bit later, like half an hour or so. Before we get there, though. Okay. The saying in life is, McCall, money can't buy happiness. Yeah. I like the caveat at the end, but it can buy a jet ski. However, for Would You Rather Wednesday... Just how important is money to you? You're going to figure it out. You're going to have a choice. You can be rich. All right. Tell you that. What's the second choice? That's coming up after J.P. Sachs and Julia Michaels in about six minutes on VFX. The saying is money can't buy happiness. Right. AJ McCall at VFX, but I think everyone would readily admit, yeah, I'd like I'd like a little extra cash. Yeah. Throw me some scratch and be happy about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Sure. So for Would You Rather Wednesday, just how important is that for you? Would you rather be the richest person in town or or live a fascinating life? Um, I mean, I know some people are going to argue if you are the richest person in town, you'll probably live a fascinating life I, because financially you can afford it. I'm sure people will try and find that loophole, but I got to tell you what the choices being this, what it says to me, you're the richest person in town. But and you're, you're working very, all the time. Or yeah, or you're just very, uh, you know, homebody. Not saying you can't travel, sure. but it's not very extravagant. It's not like you're all of a sudden like, oh my gosh, I met Post Malone. It was amazing. I nah, mean, you're just kind of hanging but out. But if you're rich, you may be able to associate with those people. You might. So I don't know. Rub, rub some shoulders and whatever. See, I, I'm, I'm more in the camp of fascinating life because I feel like sometimes living a fascinating life could lead to money. But it'd be, it'd it, be rich in experience, McCall. Yeah, because really, like, what am I taking with me when I die? Hmm? Mm, Nothing. <laughs> Catherine, what, what do you say? Would you rather be the richest person in town or live a fascinating life? I would much rather be the richest person in town because who, I mean, like, what can't you accomplish with money? So while I may not be living the most fascinating life, I would at least have money to be able to travel and maybe be able to come back with stories that are at least somewhat entertaining and fascinating to me. And sometimes while a fascinating life might be fun, it also has some sticky situations, which I would rather not get into. So I'll stick with my money and my possession. You know, All right. I got to give her credit. I was ready to tear apart your opinion, Catherine, because again, with the other, the opposite choice being live a fasting life, I think it means you got to be kind of a boring rich person, but she brought up a great point at the end there. Fascinating life doesn't always mean uh, fun. Yeah. Fascinating life is subjective. Yes. But I, I was going from the standpoint of like, if you date a train wreck, it's fascinating. 
not enjoyable, probably not good for your mental health, but it's absolutely fascinating. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I mean, I'd like to I'd like to assume that you're going to be living a fascinating life in the situation of obviously you are going to find it fascinating. So whether you are learning things or whether you are dating a train wreck or whatever, <laughs> whatever you may find fascinating. Hopefully you take your lessons, you learn from it, you move on. And it becomes rich in knowledge, As I guess. someone who has regularly given his coworkers the quizzical look when they ask me, what are you doing? Oh, I'm traveling. Where are you going? Oh, you got family there? No. no. You're going to visit someone? No. Why are you doing it? To travel. I think I'll take the fascinating life as much as I'd love to be rich because I just, I cannot imagine getting all that wealth and then being like, my money, I'm staying at home. Leave me alone. Nah, I don't want to be a hermit. Nah. Make this decision for yourself. Utah's VFX, all social media for Would You Rather Wednesday. You know, a good way to save money, McCall's not to lose expensive things, but that's just not how it works. No. Coworker this week experienced something that I thought was just absolute law in guy world, maybe girl world. I'm not really sure. I okay. haven't really experienced a lot of girl sunglasses. Yeah. AJ well, McCall VFX. I have them. I just always buy cheap ones. Yeah, see, that's the way you go because the way it works for me and I think for a lot of guys is if you find a pair of cheapos or you you stumble across them, Uh hard to lose, impossible. Yeah, they last forever. You invest in a nice pair. Boom, gone. Coworkers walked in, comes in a little later in the day, got a fancy pair of Oakleys, comes in here, talks to us, sets them down. He leaves them in here for like a day and a half. Luckily, no one in here was like, five-finger discount. (laughs) But, I mean, that was a quick way to be like, all right, they're all gone. Right. The oh, stuff has disappeared forever. in the building before. Yeah, it has. Yeah, just, it has. That's just how it goes. I don't, I don't, is, it for, is it for anything else? Because I know sunglasses. I refused. Uh, I, like, I found two pairs in high school. I found both of them. Favorite pairs. Finally, they got broken when I got in a car crash. Yeah. But I have not invested in a nice pair since because I know the, the second I do, they will either get broken or I will lose them immediately. Um, I feel like there are a lot of things that that also can happen with. Like I refuse to, if I buy a brand new phone, I refuse to use it until I have a screen protector and a, a right case and yeah, everything. Right because I feel like if I don't, it will break because that's, I feel like that's always the case. I feel like huh. whenever you purchase, you did there. Yeah. whenever you purchase something that's like a, oh, I'm kind of hesitant about it. Maybe I'll get it. Maybe I won't get it. Boom, something like that happens. Matter of fact, Dustin, uh, he ended up buying a new truck, right? Right. Flat tire. <laughs> Got it fixed. Everything's good now. But that's he's just, like, shoot, wow, shoot, man, what the deuce? Just buy everything secondhand. That's what I'm hearing right now. Find your <laughs> deals, get it pre-owned. It'll save you Maybe. a ton of heartache because you won't have to magically lose it. Apparently, I mean, I don't know if it's different for each person. I know sunglasses. I sunglasses, think that one's pretty universal. It is. It is. Sunglasses is universal. I think the the phone one is a little bit more good luck, bad luck, but I'm with you. I would definitely not use my phone without a case. I'm buying it. Like, I'm there. Case. Let's do it. Yep. I was yep. terrified when I got mine. This is the first time I bought something that was relatively new because they had a deal on it. They couldn't get a case until a week later. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to break this. I know I made it through, but it was just because everywhere I was going, everywhere, it was like it was slow very, motion. Yep. Yep. You know, I had worst. a I had a story from one of my friends. They had a brand new pair of Oakleys as well Ugh. and See, got them. It's always Oakleys. always Oakleys. I don't understand. But anyway, they, they went out on the lake and hit 
awake on the boat and oh. they weren't on all the way oh. like and had them up on their head and it was like pew gone gone Ugh, luckily again nobody stole nobody stole our co-workers yeah. glasses he got them back yeah but they tried really hard to run away yep very hard yep. earlier mccall shared the story of her friend who had the uh it was a wedding bad curse, omen it really looked like yeah so We've been collecting messages asking what your wedding songs are, and uh, McCall's going to try and help everyone avoid that situation by determining whether it's a good song or bad song to have at your wedding. So excited. Thank you. I had somebody, because I've DJed a couple of weddings in the past. Don't like it. No, I will not do it ever again. Um, But one of the people's weddings I was at, they wanted Drunk on a Plane. And I was like, do you, like by Dirk Bentley? And I was like, do you know what that song's about? McCall, it's that about song how is, you respond to it. That song is literally about getting left at the altar. Like, that... Would not seem like not a good idea. Not AJ at a wedding, McCall, my VFX, friend. But it's what you take out of it. That being said, our listeners had a lot of opinions on this show. Okay. On the bad side, here's bad what side. we had. So our good friend John Marshall said, anything by John Legend... Shelby said anything by Ed Sheeran, Frank Sinatra, Nora Jones, Michael Bublé, or Taylor Swift. Wow, that's a lot. Why? Why is all? <laughs> why are all of those bad? There are good songs within there that, like, you put in a mix anyway. I don't. Okay, whatever. Well, what do you got a bone to pick with? Which one's good? Which one's bad? I mean, there's there's a lot with like Michael Bublé that you could go through. Nora Jones is one of my favorite artists of all time. I think so. The, I think if you err on the side of less popular then that's probably a way to go i mean sure i guess here let me judge their criteria and yours <laughs> okay. against this list so i found a list it's songs for unhappiest couples and songs for happiest couples okay. survey cool, on cool. the unhappiest couples uh ed sheeran's perfect yes. is number 10 yes. worst michael Bublé's everything is number seven worst yes john legend's stay with you is number six worst so Thus far, not doing too bad, though no. Frank Sinatra did make it on the good list. The Way You yeah. Look is the third uh, third a, happiest couple song. It's classy. That is a classy song. Fair. Yes. Okay, how about some good ones then? Okay. What do you got? What's good? What's not bad, Omen? Like um, uh, Emily said, their song was uh, This Never Happened Before by Paul McCartney. It's a good one. Uh, a good Tara choice. said theirs was uh, Say You Won't Let Go by James Bay. Sure. That seemed less confident. That one, I I have a really hard time with like the super 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 popular songs. Um, Fair. I think it's just because of the the medium that we work with. So I think that may be part of the issue for me. Um, I feel like a lot of there are a lot of like country songs that you can go with that are that are classy. Um, Dan and Shay right now overrated. Love them. No, not for a wedding, okay? Unless you want to have the exact same wedding video as literally everybody else that ever exists in this period of time that is getting married. Sorry. Shots <laughs> fired, maybe. What about Maroon 5? That's a no. I'm not sure what... I'm sorry. All I'm thinking right now is, like, of their Harder to Breathe album, and so, like... Not a great way to go, McCall. No. no. So I was like, what songs are we doing with that? Like, Wake Up Call? No. Um, I think it says a lot about you that I'm like, what about Maroon 5 at her wedding? You're like, you're right. All the Maroon 5 breakups. Look, like, I don't, I guess like Sunday morning would probably be fine, but I don't know. All right. Here's two on this list. I can't come up with a list of good ones for Maroon 5. That's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) My bad. 
sugar would seem like a I mean, sugar good is one. fine. Isn't that but the whole also, thing they did was is. a bunch of music videos and you can't. It is, but also, again, I go right back to the thing where I'm like, we played it, so. There are two on this list of good and bad Kay. songs that break my heart. Okay. Number three for songs for unhappiest couples is Snow Patrol Chasing Cars. Yes. Which makes me super sad. Such a good song, but yes. Makes me super sad. Totally Our good Instagram friend Tiny Pilot said uh, she loved Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. Which is, I was like, classic. Duh. Yes, absolutely. One of my favorite remakes of that song is uh, Sleeping With Sirens, by the way. Just Number saying. one on the happiest couples. I would think if you're talking about ones that everybody's done or cliche, this would be top of the list. Can You Feel the Love Tonight by Elton John. Okay. Exactly. Like, really? That's the number one? Me. Nah. Lion King. Sorry. That's all I got. I love the Lion King as much as the next person. Okay. Yep. For someone who, who loves my, uh, loves music, he came into this with a real cynical attitude, I'm just going to say. It's weird. I got a cynical cynical attitude towards weddings. I don't get it. I'm going to give Strange. John Marshall a shout out. Asked him what his wedding song was, by the way, because he was commenting yeah. all over Instagram. He said, none. We had a quartet orchestra play. Very fancy. D class A. Love that. Amazing. Big fan. Okay, uh, transitioning from weddings to potentially friend breakups, unfortunately. We had a listener who sent us a message and has a big life change they want to make. Okay. Obviously, they don't want to do it alone. Problem is, looks like their partner in crime might be getting a little bit of cold feet. Uh-oh. Let's uh, set a, a bar line here. Okay. AJ McCall at VFX. Moving kind of stinks. Yeah, totally. Like Not moving- even kind of. It's terrible. I want to leave a wiggle room, but I'm with you. Mm. AJ and McCall at VFX for the crumble debate today. Like moving like in town. Awful. Yeah. Just like, throw everything away and start over. Yeah. When I moved from one apartment to the one I'm in now, I move three blocks. Right. And still, it was nice that it was three blocks, but ugh, hate it. Yeah. Hate it. You, you really, the more you move, the more you contemplate. What do I really need to take? With Minimalistic lifestyle. My buddy that lives That's in it. Denver managed apparently to make the whole move in like three car loads because wow. he just threw everything away. Yeah. And so, yeah, res- I respect that. Totally. I respect that. Totally. The reason I want to set that bar line is the listener reached out to us because they decided needed a big change in their lives. Okay. Uh, because 2020 is just. Ugh. Got it. Yeah. And I'll let the, they reached out to us. Luckily, we were able to get them on the, the phone here and let them explain. But just remember, we hate moving, right? Yeah. Right. That being said, Kayla, try to help you out here. What's your problem? I was planning on moving either by the end of this year or beginning of next year across the country. My roommate, who is also my best friend, by the way, we've been planning this move together to start fresh. Like, just completely start over because, you know, 2020 has just been that kind of crazy. We're both 23, and we have been planning this for about a year now. Recently, my friend just got a boyfriend, and it looks like she might be getting cool feet on moving away. It's supposed to be our big adventure together, and I think she's throwing that away. I'll obviously not force her to come, but I am scared of moving all alone to a new place with no friends. This might be a great opportunity to start my career, but now I'm not too sure. I'm really struggling with this, with this decision. Is there any way I can still convince my friend? Should I still go if she doesn't? You know what this sounds like to me? And you're An obviously adventure? ideally yes, but you're closer to her age, so you can help me here. Okay. When you're young, younger, twenty three's pushing a little bit. I think they're in the realm they could be a little bit more realistic about it, and I'd like to think that they Kayla and her and her roommate definitely did, but you you get these big ideas. 
Sure. Like, I, when I was in college, we always had these ideas. We're going to take these road trips. And there were nothing crazy, but we're going to we're going to take a road trip over the summer. We're going to have these guys' summer trips. We go somewhere for like a week. We take cool spring break trips, and you get you get all wound up, and you guys start having this conversation. You start planning legit things, and then like the next day or a little bit later, you're like, all right, one of the one of you, usually me in this case, is like, all right, so what are we doing? Everybody's like, nah, we can't do that. We're just having fun talking about it. I feel like that's I'm hearing a little bit of that from the roommate. Like it was this yeah. great idea to move across the country and they have this great road trip. Right. Like ideally it would be it would be awesome. Be um, this amazing adventure. We'd build this new life together. You know, truthfully, I feel like if you're gonna do it, do it now. I mean, she's she's 23. Yeah, oh, sure. honestly, I feel the like right age. I feel like if you're gonna do it, do it now. You don't have any kids. You don't have a spouse. You don't have. I mean, it, it, maybe you have a set career. I don't really know. But, you know, there are going to be career opportunities wherever it is that you end up going. And, you know, reasonably figure out what you can be doing for work and then just figure it out from there. Honestly, um, it sucks that your roommate doesn't want to do this. But I think you obviously need to have the conversation with her to see if that is potentially something that she would like to do still. You know what this reminds me of? I heard this saying yesterday and uh-huh. I'm adopting this forever. Bring it on. Change is good. Yes. Transition is difficult. Correct. Kayla reached out to the AJ and McCall show for the Crumble Debate at on VFX asking one simple question. Well, it's not really simple. Uh, I guess no, it's, it's not simple. On VFX. It's her, simple in theory. Her and her roommate, who are best friends, have been planning for the better part of a year. We're going to move. Cross country, start fresh. They're both young. Both have a lot of potential and opportunities in front of them. Problem is, recently, as people often do third, a flame third party came in the picture yes the roommate all of a sudden has a boyfriend and now kayla's terrified that her roommate's gonna get cold feet and has no idea what to do yeah and again they're at that interesting age like i said earlier i feel like when you're young you have all these like you have all these grand ideas yeah and that's what that sounds like me and my friends i would talk about spring break ideas or guy trips and they'd be of like course. yeah that's great we could do this and this and this and then you, you have the conversation even as soon as the next day. And they're like, yeah, man, I can't do that. I was We're just, just kidding. Fun like, I wasn't serious. But the same thing with the relationship. 23s, I think, obviously transition out of kind of the, the teen stuff. You've kind of been awakened to the real world. But mm-hmm. you know how it is when you're young. Every relationship's the one. Oh, yeah. So you're committed. And that, that you're going to make it. You're going to make the distance. Suppose you, you get seasoned a little bit and you go in, I think, a little bit more... A little bit more guarded, but a little bit more honest with yourself about let's let's just see where it goes. Yeah, and that's the problem. And when she says recent, she tells exactly how much time, weeks, months, maybe a couple at most. You're talking minuscule amount of time. Yeah. Ah, so what do, what do you do with the roommate, Brittany? Calling needs uh, help to give advice to Kayla. What does she do in this situation? Um, I would probably just talk to the roommate and see if she's serious with that guy. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Can you can you move like because you can't you can't if it's recently weeks month maybe talking a few months they're gonna move like you can't ask someone to move across the country in four months right like as crazy as it is that yeah. you moved in with Dustin immediately it was still in the area right right it wasn't like hey you want to go to Nashville yeah cool thanks like that like, no <laughs> that's, that's kind of, crazy how, how do you how do you approach that Brittany because yeah. like it's just I'm with you you got to find out if she's serious or not but that's a that's a projection there for that relationship yeah. Maybe I would just probably, if I was all in it, I probably would just go and take the chance and then just kind of tell her that was my plan. Yeah. If she's coming or not. I like that. You're a courageous individual, Brittany. Indeed. (laughs) I am. You know, and honestly, as terrifying as it is, I've written about this. Uh Uh-huh. I've 
thoroughly believe it. I think it's what college is for a lot of people. Yeah. I think it's very important to go somewhere by yourself. Yeah, I think so too. You know, I think I think the only hesitancy that our friend Kayla has is really that like I'm assuming financially they figured it out. So they figured out rent, so they figured out how to be able to yeah. split it so they could both afford it. For two people. Especially like if you're going to be going to a city, you know, you can't just get a, I'm sorry, you can't get a roommate off of Craigslist. No, like please don't. Look. Please do not do that. Look, I it, it's dangerous. Very dangerous. So, I don't know. I feel I feel bad. I do feel like that conversation needs to happen though. And as soon as that conversation oh, yeah. happens, you can make that decision and Maybe you have another friend that you could go with, or maybe you just find a cheaper studio-type apartment. Yeah, I mean, when I moved to New Mexico, it was the first time, because I went to college in my backyard. Uh-huh. And when I moved to Mexico, it was the first time I was away from home, and it sucked. But it was extremely necessary because it made me viable on my own. Not to say I have all the greatest habits, still not that great a cook, but it's something I think that everyone needs to do. You need to have that culture shock and that real world experience and then it's much easier to do really anything because if you can move somewhere completely new and figure it out i don't feel there's a lot of things you can't solve because that is just isolation you figure it out you adapt you meet people you figure things out you make money and you're good to go so i i'm on board with the idea but i think i think mccall's right they probably planted everything for two people yeah and i don't i don't feel like it's a good idea to to okay the girl the roommate bringing the boyfriend along no Cause that that's just all. It that's doesn't a whole work. other situation, and then you got heart out. heartbreak, oh. and yeah, nobody nobody wants to deal with that. I think you gotta ask another friend. Try and make it work. I don't think you should necessarily give up on your dream if you put all this planning into it and you want to do it. You gotta do also what's right and sensible for you, at Absolutely. least a little bit. Absolutely. Little bit. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I gave uh, an update. About my, my friend that uh, I feel is a little bit of a cheapskate. And then uh-huh. we talked about it a little bit in the after show and I revealed a detail that I had not revealed yesterday. And all of a sudden, everyone's against me. So if you're not familiar with the story, quick catch up, AJ McCall at VFX. Friend of mine visited, didn't pay for their part of the meals. I was really upset about it. Then McCall told me it's too late. Yeah. You missed your chance. You didn't talk to him. They didn't Venmo. The time has passed. Friend all of a sudden says, hey, I'm going to be in town. We should get dinner again. Shocker. They didn't pay for any meals before. So in the after show, this conversation picked up, and it all started because uh, after the AJ McCall show yesterday, we got a good call from our friend Maria who wanted to weigh in on the topic as well. Yeah, I think it's too late for that. That's what I think, too. I'm like, well. Yeah. well lesson learned and just, like, next time you know exactly what to do. Yep, never so, again. So you're <laughs> saying that, it, like, we go out to eat again, I can't just stare at the check and wait until he picks it up, make it that, make it awkward? I no, because <laughs> normally the waiter or waitress say, is that all for you guys? Do you guys want dessert? And then she say no, and then they're like, they just say, yeah, can you please uh, split this in half? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, High I think road. that's a good idea. High, High road's road. the yeah. best road, AJ. High road's the best road. Yeah. I've, if you don't I've have been, expectations, yeah. you're not disappointed. Yep. <laughs> yeah, just nip it at the butt right before it's even before they even bring you the check. So I will admit to both of you right now, I have the amount of money he owes me written down. Are in you the app kidding? My phone. I do. That's petty. Just in case it comes up. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, you owe me forty-two dollars and sixteen cents. I got it written down. <laughs> well, good luck. Right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, You're being exactly. So petty about that. I know. It's so <laughs> it's petty. Over, you're going to ruin a whole friendship over, over $40. Yeah. 
Twelve dollars. Fifty dollars. Oh, first I'm of sorry. Oh, okay. Over fifty dollars. Look, I'm just saying, if it comes up, I have the number down. Questions. Or if Dumb. he dies before me, I'll oh, just gosh. be like, all right, who do I settle this? Did with? Did you enjoy the company? Yeah, I did. Then he's shut good. Up. He's good. <laughs> Boom! Roasted. <laughs> All right, but I got to be on the lookout for him trying to make me pay again. This is it'd be three times in a row. You know what they say: fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Fool me three times. All right, it's time for me to get a shovel. Oh, um, no, um, I don't think that's how that goes. I'm pretty sure it's exactly how that <laughs> no, goes. No, I'm pretty sure it's not. I think, uh, <laughs> maybe just not go out to eat. Well, he's my friend. How is that? How is that better? You say you're gonna ruin a friendship over it, but then you say don't go out to eat. Well, what? That's the same thing. I don't know. Play the play like oh, I don't have the money right now to go out to eat. Hey, can I Venmo you and then never do it? <laughs> can I? <laughs> don't be petty back. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Petty says the, begets says, petty. No. Says the guy who said just don't go out to eat with him. <laughs> yeah. Don't be petty, McCall. Jeez. That's producer Butter's advice. I feel like in a nutshell, he gets you almost all the way there. Yep. And then, nope. <laughs> nope. So close. It was never on the table. I wasn't going to hang out with my friend. No. I just tried to figure out how to go about it because well, I AJ, don't want to get stuck with the bill a third time. AJ, if you just don't go see him, then it's just yeah, no don't, don't be petty, though, McCall. Duh. Don't say, I'll Venmo you and then never do yeah, it. Yeah, right. Just don't see him. <laughs> if you just ignore him, your problems go away. Look, look, AJ, if you sweep your stuff under the rug, you never have to worry about it. It disappears. Right. So but that would probably include not keeping track of the exact amount of money that he yes. would owe me, and I have that in an app. Yes, yes, and I, I can't believe I, I cannot believe that you kept it in an app inside of your phone. It may come up. No, nope, I don't think it ever will. Maybe he I, passive aggressively heard me talking about him on the AJ McCall show. He's like, "Hey, so I was thinking, since he's not you hate me, um, <laughs> I guess I'll pay you. What do I owe you?" Then I got, I mean, oh, you know, I, uh, uh, let oh, me. Oh, uh, it was just a joke. I was just kidding. 52.14. Uh-huh, I mean, that's uh-huh, ballpark uh-huh. and it's But it's $52.14. <laughs> I heard from him. I'm supposed to be, a, he's a talented sweet. I haven't heard from him yet, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> hey, so everybody uh, needs hobbies. Yes. And ideally, everybody should find some form of physical activity to, you know, try and get, get sweat going a little sure. bit, right? Yeah. So the, with the announcement of one of my new favorite shows with another season coming out, I'm thinking my new hobby can actually be an old hobby of mine. Uh-oh. <laughs> but I'm concerned I might be a little old. Okay. 2020 not being a great year. No. Ulcers and all that crap. AJ McCall at VFX. So really big focus for me is to make the end of 2020 my year, carry that momentum forward. Definitely. Right. So one of the things I was thinking was, okay, Physical fitness. Definitely something Absolutely. I want to improve in on. Very important to do. And yes. then one of my new favorite shows gave me an idea. If you have not seen Cobra Kai yet. What are you doing with your freaking life? It is awesome. <laughs> Holy hot dog. My favorite thing in the world. I'm not even kidding. And good news. If you start binge watching it now, they made the announcement just short. It's like January 8th, I think. Yep, they're releasing season precisely three. Precisely January 8th. Yes. See, see, I'm. Got Good it. job. But because of that, so I'm a big fan of the show. I was thinking, okay, maybe my new hobby can actually be my old hobby. Because when I was in, I think, elementary through middle school, I took Taekwondo, which is a Korean martial art form. Okay. And I was thinking, you know, this is cool. In fact, no spoilers, but there's an adult character who goes to the dojo in, in season two of Cobra Kai. I was like, you know what? This is not a bad idea. I like what they're doing. And I'm not any delusion that I'm going to like get in a gang fight or anything. But I was like... Yeah, I want to do stuff like that. Mm. Oh, really? Look, AJ, 
in theory, I think that's awesome. In reality, absolutely not. Look, I'm not here to like crush your dreams or anything just, along those lines. Just only slightly. No, I am just here to be your, maybe your voice of reason, okay? Maybe don't like jump directly into karate. Maybe you got to do something else first. Like, why can't I jump into karate? You can't jump into karate. You can't just jump into karate. Like, I feel like I'm not, I'm not allowed to go jump into karate right now because I feel like I would probably die. Look, like, I, I didn't take karate before, but I have experience in a martial arts form. That'd give me at least a, it might make no. the learning curve a little bit shorter. Order. No, I don't think so. Yeah! I don't think so. I feel like it's just going to lead to like a lot of like soreness and like a lot of like frustration or from the get go. You know what? It's just it's- like maybe do like a kickboxing class or something first. Why don't you just go straight into karate? Because if you go straight into karate, then you're going to be like, mm, you know, no. Because if you you are very similar to me where like if things don't take off right from the get go, you don't want to do it anymore. So you're going to sign up for all of these karate classes and then you're never going to actually finish follow through with it because you're going to get frustrated after the first one. And then you're going to be like, that's it. I'm not doing it again. You know, I, I, I should have learned my lesson. A couple of times already this week, I'll be like, all right, McCall, here's what I'm thinking. And then McCall immediately just. Look, I'm just trying to help shoots you. It down. You know what? That's it. I, I'm going to reach out to those that actually will support me. I'm going to get my brother on the phone, oh, and he great. will back up that I was solid, and that should be more than enough proof that I could definitely jump in. In fact, you know what? My belts are hung up on the wall back home. Of course they are. I'm going to text my mom and get her to send me a picture. You'll see. You'll see. It'll be all after St. John on VFX. Try and set my goals for the rest of the year. Try and capture some momentum before 2020 is over. And I just have the the work wife over there just be like, nah, it's not a good idea, bro. I'm just trying to keep you a little level-headed, okay? I don't want you to get your dreams crushed. Uh-huh. AJ McCall at VFX. So I went to the place where there's definitely support. One of my best friends, obviously, my brother. To back effect, so I took Taekwondo as a kid. It's a Korean form, a Southern, South Korean uh, martial arts form. And after watching Cobra Kai, I'm like, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm not even delusional. I'm going to win the All-Valley Tournament or anything. But I think I could do it. I think that I, the learning curve would be a little bit shorter because I have experience. And I was pretty good, I felt like. But McCall's like, no, because you won't like it, and then you'll give up immediately. Why Why are you upset that I said that? Because it's true? Because you just don't want to accept it? It's not true. It I'll is true. It. My brother's on the phone. Fine. Tyler, tell her. Tell her about us taking Taekwondo as kids. Yeah, when AJ was a kid, he wasn't very good at karate. I mean, still not good now. Nah. I'm a lot smaller than him, but I probably still could take him in a fight. So, <laughs> good luck to him. I welcome the challenge. He welcomes the challenge. Boom roasted. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, luckily, luckily, I texted my stepmom to send a picture of my belts that are back home in my room, and I can show you. Really? What? They took them off the wall. She got to go find them. <laughs> this I'm, is ridiculous. I'm sorry. 2020 sucks. Nah, 2020 is what you make it, my dude. It's all excited. thought this was a great idea. Look, I'm not saying that it couldn't be a great idea and couldn't be a great opportunity. However, I just don't want you to get your hopes up and expect this to go like phenomenally and then have it tank. I'm just here to try and help you not be disappointed. Every quarter. Turn around. Get support. No, you suck. No, you suck. You're the worst. Look, AJ, that's a projection. I never said you sucked. I just said this is what to expect because this happens quite often. Look, I hope that you 
whoever you are out there, if you make a goal for 2020, you find, you figure it out, and you get the support for it. No, I don't, don't want to do it anymore. Everybody <sighs> being a jerk, I don't want to do it anymore. Not Nobody do it. is being a jerk. Very important, though. Cobra Kai, best, the only good news is the Cobra Kai now season three. They renew, set it, greenlit it for season four. Season three coming out after January. So as if we already aren't looking to 2021 forward enough to that, that's great. It's it. going to be phenomenal. Doesn't by the sound way. like it's going to happen. No. Whatever. Sorry, man. VFX's Facebook roulette, your post. It's going on the VFX Facebook page. Well, if we decide it's the best, you got to yeah. add AJ Knight McCall Taylor on Facebook because we like, comment, and share on our favorite posts. So, McCall, what's in the competition today? Well, I landed on my friend Kennedy Pasquette's post. She shared a, <laughs> it's, it's a meme of Mike Wazowski. It says, kid starts drowning in the chocolate river. The kid screaming. The parents. Mike Wazowski at college jumping up and down like, oh my gosh, get him out. Willy Wonka. The Mike Wazowski mixed with Soli face. Or he just doesn't care. And the Oompa Loompas. Mike Wazowski singing. It's true. It's the best thing I've ever seen. I got to be honest. One of my favorites. Willy Wonka is the child jigsaw. That's what he is. Yeah. Play game. With candy. I landed my friend David. It says, when the weird person at work won't stop talking to you and you're trying to be nice, it's Uncle Phil and he has this face on. <laughs> trying to smile real big, though the eyes are screaming, kill me! This is the best! I love it! <laughs> you can win. Yay! The HNI, the McCall Taylor. Find us at us across social media, just like Utah's VFX. In fact, we need you to go to Utah's VFX and look at TikTok Tuesday. We did the challenge, the ghost photo shoot. McCall did her version. I did mine. You got to decide which one you like best. We're going to find out Friday who captured the magic most of the ghost. I don't know. It's up to you. I mean, we've already had you decide on the dumb off this week, which I lost. <laughs> so we, we need your votes. Utah's VFX, all social media. Find us at us. How you get entered in for those Serenoni blanket giveaways. Also, Utah's VFX.com. Make the high school pickums. Uh, of course, stream us there. Find all the links to social media. Find the podcast or search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are. I want you to ponder this thought, McCall, because okay. uh, I got a text message from someone that we're definitely going to have to talk about tomorrow on the show. Oh, good. Halloween is not part of the holiday season. Oh. I got that text message. That's strange because false. I know. But, very, okay. very rarely do I get a text message this early in my in my morning and I'm like, wow. Oh, Got to oh. unfriend that person. Oh, okay. So we're fighting now. I got another one for you. This one was an easy decision. I had a friend post on Facebook like two days ago. Uh-huh. I adore Freddie Mercury. Can't stand any of Queen's music. There, I said it. Quickest unfriend in the history of Facebook. Get out. Nothing. None of it. Bicycle. My best friend. Bohemian Rhapsody. Under pressure. It's very unfortunate. Nothing. Re- it's I was very, like, well, very unfortunate. I don't need this kind of negativity in my no. life. No. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.